0: You
1: know what? It's not Friday. I'm surprised I'm, you played the intro music. I was, i didn't think you were going to. <laughs> really? No. That's how. That's how people know we're a legitimate thing. Uh, on our impromptu update. Oh my God! Everything is on fire.
0: <laughs> Holy crap! <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is. It is. It's not Friday. It is Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And usually we go two weeks without a podcast. But uh, like four days after things, the last one, <laughs> things are on fire. And honestly. We probably could have done the podcast the same day that our normal one releases. Um, of course, just a little bit behind the curtain well, type don't, stuff. Don't pull we, back the veil, jeez. We record our podcast before it releases. It's no. not actually live, ladies and gentlemen. What you get
1: is actually edited. <laughs> yeah, somehow I don't understand though. But it doesn't seem like it. <laughs> uh, it. It's edited, and it's still, it's still that,
0: uh, it's still what it is. No, so what had happened is shortly after we recorded, we we had a major vulnerability get released, which is Exposed. print nightmare. Yeah. Well, oh, we're, print. Okay, yeah. we're not even talking about the other let, one. <laughs> let's talk about how crazy last week was yeah, because, guess, yeah, so I forgot about. There was, a, there was a massive print spooler vulnerability in Windows in which Microsoft's responses disable print spooler. Um, and if you're several disabled. of our clients, they said, well, how do I print? And I said, that there's the rub. <laughs> it is a crazy thing that i wanted to touch on and i hope that by the time we come back for our next podcast that'll be scheduled we'll have some better news but uh yeah i i did want to touch on that briefly which is this print nightmare vulnerability that came in pretty much while um griff you had last week's podcast on the on the editing floor um and and we just before the holiday, could could not fit it in, and we thought, well, you know, we've 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 notified our clients, we've done all of that. Um, we'll we'll just save that as fodder for next week, um, and and then Friday at well, for us, we got at about one o'clock the notification mm-hmm. um, that uh, a major vendor in the managed service provider space was the victim of one of the largest global cybersecurity attacks that we've ever seen. Yeah. So we thought with, with two major heavy things, um, we, we thought we would just do a, a special edition out of sync podcast um, to talk a little bit about what's going on. The biggest thing for, for the print nightmare is that this is a zero day from what we understand was an accident. In in a nutshell, the way the security research teams work is they find an exploit in Company X's software. They report it to Company X, and then they give them a deadline. Well, they negotiate out, and they say, okay, yep. And then usually there's a what they call bug bounty, right? Um, you get paid out for finding bugs, and, and most giant companies will do this because you'd rather have the hackers on your side yeah, helping exactly. you make your product better before somebody does that. There's such thing as ethical hacking, yeah. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Um, and so that that's kind of what happened here is this was a bug that was discovered and Microsoft was working on it, blah, blah, blah. And then a patch was released. It, it involved the print spooler. A patch was released for the print spooler uh, and the company who is the research team didn't double check to make sure that the CVE numbers, which is sort of like an identifier for um, uh, a vulnerability, um, matched what they said. They just said, oh, here's the print spooler. They, Microsoft must have released the bug. And so typically once the patch is released, um, they, uh, they will release the exploit to the wild mm-hmm. um, so that people understand what it can be used for. Um, but the, critically, there's a patch. So this is a situation where somebody in that research team said, oh, they released a patch to print spooler, that must be RCVE, released the research. And then realized, uh, just no. At least
1: the exploits of the world to
0: use. <laughs> and the and the patch for Print Spooler just so happened was for a different CVE mm. uh, that had nothing to do with theirs. And theirs was far more critical than, on the severity level than the one that got released. Um, of course, they pulled the vulnerability post down, but anything Internet. On the, yeah, anything on the, that goes on the Internet stays on the Internet and now yeah. we've got mass chaos um so they're they're advising that if a device does not need it's pretty much a remote control exploit or an rce and uh, uh if you're running print spooler like on a domain controller uh you could have your whole
1: system taken over and uh it is not cool it is not cool at all that is huge news and scary but it's somehow still dwarfed by by the this, other.
0: yeah. So we've been doing what we can do. There's some workarounds, and we've we've you know yeah. been in contact. We weren't going to make a big, huge deal about it because we feel like our customers are are in an adequate place. Um, but uh, then a company called Kaseya had their RMM tool, which is a remote monitoring, monitoring and management. If you say it properly, is how it's said. <laughs> tool that allows companies like Lighthouse to remotely monitor computers and then run scripts to fix them. It's mm-hmm. it's sort of how we can be all of the places all at once. Um, and it's nice because we can use these these things that they say, look, if, if the computer's running low on disk space, run this script to clean up, you know, we can write scripts to clean up your temp files or whatever. Or, hey, I'm missing Adobe Acrobat. Well, we have a script that will install, it'll download and install Acrobat. And you don't need to do anything or be aware of it Yep, makes our lives and the clients' lives a lot easier. Exactly, it's all, it's it's all just about leveraging automation as well as, you know, making some IT tasks non-interactive. Mm-hmm. You don't always, if you need Adobe Acrobat, I use this as an example, simply because I need this program. You don't want to lose access to your computer. We can run the script. It'll download. It'll install it in the background. You have it. You never had to talk to an IT tech. It just shows up.
1: And that's the way
0: it should be. <laughs> exactly. For both sides sometimes. <laughs> These tools are incredibly useful and incredibly powerful. But there's always been the, the ongoing question within the community is, uh, we leverage the software from other vendors. What happens if there if there's vulnerabilities? Yeah. And uh, we got our answer uh, mm-hmm. Friday at 12, uh, right before <laughs> Independence Day. So let me go ahead and give you sort of some official statements. Yep. So on Friday, mm-hmm. J- July 2nd, the software vendor Kaseya uh, experienced one of the largest wide scale ransomware attacks ever that we've seen globally. Um, but the attack wasn't actually against Kaseya, it was uh, against their customers who are people like Lighthouse. Uh, that are called Managed Service Providers. I do want to iterate that I do use the like Lighthouse. Um, we do not use Kaseya or this product, um, which is called VSA. Um, but of course, we do have a tool that's very similar. So um, we we have been paying attention. It's pretty much um, taken over my weekend is just watching <laughs> all of this unfold. And so these Managed Service Providers, by infiltrating them, the attackers were able to use their own RMM tool to distribute ransomware to all of their clients' servers and workstations. Cool. Anything that was running, the VSA agent was
1: distributing the software on their behalf. And we've talked about it before, why hackers are targeting managed service providers like ourselves, and that's because we... Provide service to all of these different clients. So if you get thirty MSPs, you could have a thousand clients. And this is even better. We're
0: over sixty MSPs, or about sixty MSPs that have been targeted, that represent fifteen
1: hundred businesses in the world um, that have on the size of those businesses. That could be yeah. Theoretically, we could thousands
0: of machines. Even yep, we could be looking up to a quarter of a million.
1: Wow. uh, Ransomware. Uh, Endpoints, which is why it's at that big volume that listed as one of the biggest incidences. Yes. Well.
0: So the purpose of our conversation today is is a couplefold. You know, obviously these are tools that are necessary, but you know what what can we all do to mitigate them? And that's why we wanted to kind of get on the horn is because yes, an email is one thing, but but realistically, um, the conversation that I want to have is to to one assure our clients we do everything we can. But I, I, I got to imagine that those 60 MSPs, um, not all of them could be doing things the worst. They didn't pick 60 bad MSPs yeah they just picked 60 and um, some of them are giant organizations and in this one little innocuous vulnerability, we're still waiting for a ton of details they're very I don't want to say they're secretive, um, but they, they're trying to prevent other people from trying to do the same attack Um but uh, but this is this has become a big deal because uh, the CEO of Kaseya went on Good Morning America on Sunday morning. Uh, this <laughs> mainstream is mainstream media, man. Yep. Mainstream media. You had to. They had to because big, yeah. Yep, the ransomware, which using an exploit of the RMM tool called VSA, effectively locked the people. When, uh, on effective servers, um, locked all of the users, specifically the administrator users, out of the VSA and then was able to create jobs that downloaded and installed ransomware to every single endpoint on the on the computers. Uh, the attack was carried out. Now, we've talked a little bit about how ransomware works. It's usually as a service. Somebody designs the software yeah. and then somebody else is responsible for doing it. And that is what happened here. Um, The group that is um, sort of behind this or what we call RAS or ransomware as a service provider is the company called Revol, which we have talked about several times. They're kind of the uh, uh, up and coming bastards of cybercrime. I'm surprised we
1: keep hearing about it, but yep.
0: (laughs) Yep. So there they are. Um, And uh, based on the type of Attack This Was, of course, they are um, pickled pink or whatever. Pick your own sort of slogan. Pickled Tick- pink. I have no idea. Um, tickled pink, Tickle right? Tickled pink, yeah. <laughs> They're happy, though. <laughs> it's Listen, <what> <laughs> they just asked for $70 million in ransom uh, for a universal decryptor. Hmm. So I guess the, the biggest pieces we want to talk about is, is you know how do you thwart an attack like this? And I have to be really honest, there, you could do things as best as you have. And We've talked about this in webinars. We've talked about this in um, podcasts. We've talked about this in emails. And, and
1: the reality is this perfect security does not exist. Mm-hmm. You're only as strong as your weakest link and the weakest link could be a and, person or... An and instant. security is a moving target. Yep. So
0: even if you're doing 100% today somebody's doing it better tomorrow. We have to be perfect all the time. We only have to be wrong once to be a victim. Yeah. And so this whole situation has kind of been tough to watch because we're, we're you know, this is not a, the MSP community is not, um, we're cutthroat, but we're not that cutthroat. We know we, we this is a stressful job. Yeah. Um, and right now there are 60 MSPs who have to Restore every single client.
1: Yeah, that
0: they have.
1: It's disheartening. I mean, these are these are peers, and we've seen. Um, you know, Huntress is very active on Reddit, and you see that Reddit community of MSPs getting together. Like, hey, I got a client down in New Zealand. Yep. You know, hey, is anybody around them can help out that type of thing? So at least that's kind of nice to see. But I mean, the, the, it's there's a lot of people. There, <laughs> are... there
0: has not been, and, and there has been, but there has not been a ton of opportunistic marketing. Um, there's a couple mm-hmm. companies who are already slime balls in my book that operate in our industry. Ironically, I'm laughing because there's a company that does something similar to Kaseya and who we use is another company called Datto. But uh, the Connectwise is kind of the behemoth in the industry. Yeah. Uh, I have to laugh because they're also kind of the slime balls. I don't like to do business with them. That's me just being honest they are using this as opportunistic marketing and uh, I have to laugh because in 2019, um, while not as widespread, they did have a ransomware attack <laughs> utilizing their platform. So, uh, and, and they have a long standing history with companies like Huntress calling them out on vulnerabilities and them just skirting it under the rug. So there hasn't been a ton of that in this. We've all been sort of worried and watching and asking questions and, um, you know we're recording today because I I do want to get it out there that uh, yeah the, this didn't happen to us it didn't happen to our clients but it could, and so what what do we do and and the biggest thing is this is why we echo the same things over and over again because if you're not doing proper backups then this could be you you could be you could lose everything yeah everything gone yeah. Um, we talk about security software. Look, it's not the be-all, end-all, but it does help. In some of these instances, um, I've noticed that some reports of Sophos had stopped it as they detected the uh, oddball behavior, but it's still, even though Sophos is a very high, we we love them here, um, they're a very high-rated antivirus and endpoint protection. There are still some systems that the behavior engine did not check it. Yeah. So it, it it's cool that it shot. It shut some things down, but it wasn't 100% effective. You know, we look at privileged automation. How do we manage privileges on on systems? And we do have tools that do that. But this operated using the permissions of the RMM tool, which are automatically elevated. So it's it's everything. This is a, what we call a supply chain attack. I believe we talked about SolarWinds back in the fall. Um, SolarWinds was a little bit differently. SolarWinds, somebody was able to... Upload the code into their 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 vector. This was actually just using
1: the tools. Yeah, man. The real real stars that I've seen really have been Huntress, though. I mean, it seems like they're the ones who detected it and have been actively trying to help out. It's been quite nice to see.
0: This is a great. Uh, I love seeing this because I I thoroughly believe in this company. Mm-hmm. Um, we were introduced to them last year as sort of COVID was happening, and I couldn't sleep at night at the thought of. Now everybody's sitting at home. Yeah, <laughs> there's no protection. And and Huntress has a utility that is a, effectively a litmus test and mm-hmm. security monitor that reports back to their what they call Security Operations Center. And they use this data to aggregate and watch and monitor these types of things. They were browsing, I guess they were combing the dark web and discovered that there was a planned attack against Kaseya's VSA clients. Got in touch with Kaseya, the CEO, and they were able to create, and, and granted, listen, hey, there's going to be a delay on everything, right? But I would say, yes, the attack was called at noon, um, and by 1.30 or so, there were formal announcements, and is a big company, there were yeah. formal formal announcements saying, we're noticing this. We see this. This is planned. You need to shut down, and that's what they told people. You need to shut down your VSA server,
1: which seemed to actually help. I mean, it seemed like people did listen, and it mitigated. A Sixty lot of this,
0: MSPs but. is sad, yeah. um, but it does represent less than I think half of a percent of their business. Yeah. So that alone is pretty. Massive. So the number of servers, it could have
1: been. Yeah. It is one of the worst, but it is. It's still one of the worst. Under what it could have been, but
0: it's under a single percent. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So companies like Huntress, and I think there's a, a Blackpoint Cyber, I think maybe one of the other ones. There's, there's a couple of groups that have been helping with the remediation. Um, we, we're we're going to call out on Huntress because I was so impressed by what they do. They do a lot with education and a lot with this monitoring tool, so much so that we, we, we pay them. Uh, mm-hmm. They're one of our vendors, one of our security vendors, and they've been at the forefront of this. They don't have to be involved, but I've watched as they sacrifice their American company. Um, they sacrifice their long weekend to help these vendors. Yeah. Um, I, I've even read where they have sent lunches to MSPs over the weekends just to help keep the morale going for them. It's, it's, um they're, they're just a top-notch group. Um, so I, I'm, I'm proud, proud to be affiliated. Uh, with them, even if it is just as a vendor-client relationship, um, and and I should add, some of these vendors or some of these companies that they're supporting, they're not clients. Yeah, they're going out of the way. I'm reckoning right. that they will be after this, but you know, like it's <laughs> yeah. good marketing. But you you can just tell by their response, they just want bad guys to go away. Yeah, and so they they work with the FBI and uh, CISA and all that. So this is this is uh, that's a big
1: deal. Yeah. It seems like some of their higher ups are have that kind of background too. I watched their webinar and like oh, yeah, you know, hey you give what what's your background and he's like, "Oh, well, I was ex-NSA." Uh, so, you know. Yeah. I'm like, "Oh. Kyle yeah, Kyle yeah. Kyle
0: was effectively a cyber spy. Yeah. Yeah. His job was to hack.
1: There's yeah. like three of them that I was like, "Ooh. <laughs> They've got the chops for it." Yep. yep. the reason you're uh you're doing so well right now. <laughs> But because of that, they're very
0: adamant about not letting this happen. And I love that they are our industry focused. Mm-hmm. Um, well, they, they recognize, yeah, it's
1: everyone's hitting MSPs. They're trying. They call the out
0: everybody too. Yeah. They call out everybody mm-hmm. um, because they don't want us as managed service providers to be victims. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we we talked a little bit. Backups are important. Knowledge is important. Um, cybersecurity insurance is important. Yeah just training your staff training your staff is important these are all of the same tropes multi-factor authentication
1: is really important um i feel like these are things we just constantly say but it's because these are the things that matter i mean
0: if you do these like if you if you have these six things then you are pretty resilient yeah you're not impenetrable but you are resilient
1: Mm -hmm. and listen if that's the best we can get it's pretty darn good yeah Sometimes it's enough. Somebody might just move along. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they got multi-factor? I'll just try another company.
0: So um, I think some of the big things are is, is you know, what is Lighthouse's response to this? Mm-hmm. And that's what a lot of people are, are very likely wondering. And, and our response is, while we do believe that we've picked a very reliable vendor that is um, critically focused on security, um, and we internally, I mean, we don't... Um, uh, pardon the phrase, we do not half-ass when it comes to security, but we know there's more that we can do. And so that's, that's really what we're looking at is, um, is hardening our position even more than where we're at today. Um, All of our staff are required to do multi-factor authentication. Um, All of our staff are required to use complex passwords if they are not synchronized. They are, you know, required to use VPNs whenever possible. I mean, we really try to do as much as we can. We've
1: got ongoing training under phishing simulations, constant mm-hmm. videos. Yeah,
0: Our firewalls are constantly, you know, we, we pay for the latest and greatest in all of the firewall tech mm-hmm. um, so that everything is getting passed. I mean, uh, heck, I even get warnings that say that my backups are suspicious sometimes when we do those, you know, because of, of the offsite replication you know, we, we live in a, we're constantly looking and monitoring, but we know that there's more that we can do. And at this point in time, um, I, I'm I won't release exactly what we're going to do. We've already been looking into um, having internal audits done. This was before all of this. We actually engaged a company in June um, to do independent audits of our network, um, and and that'll be starting in July. Um, and that's good. Set of eyes. That's that's good. That's good good timing there. Mm -hmm. And what that's going to do is that's going to help us understand what we have as vulnerabilities internally. We plan on implementing more safeguards, uh, and more restrictions into who can have access to the administrative console of our RMM tool. Um, we think this is just a smart, natural progression. It'll create some headaches for our technicians, but it'll solidify that, Hey, no matter where you're at, you know, we need to keep it safe we're we're also looking at how can we create a kill switch and that kill switch is a way for us to disable our monitoring software so that if we do see something abnormal that we can attempt to stop it before it hits everybody you know there's other things that we have in the pipeline as well that are uh, on the basis of privilege access management that we're investigating but, uh, you know, it's funny, I, there were other platforms and systems that we were looking at, ironically, just a couple weeks ago. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I came back from a security conference mm-hmm. um, down in the Cincinnati area. So a lot of these questions have sort of come up before all of this, and I've been, I've been f- playing through a lot of that. And, um, and so we, we've already had conversations with a lot of these organizations, and of course, um, the severity of them now. Is going to be much higher. Um, so we don't 100% know um, what directions we're going. We're still waiting on some of the information. But, of course, there are some things that we are proactively doing and have been doing for some time. And so my hope is is that, um, you know, at the end of the day, this is a business of trust. Um, our, our You know, I hope that you, if you are a client of Lighthouse, um, that you continue to trust that we will always be evolving. Uh, this This never stops. Um, we do use Huntress. I mentioned that at the top. We use one of the best performing antiviruses and endpoints um, that we can. Um, a lot of our clients are using the EDR service as part of that, which is how we can track and trace. Um, so it's it's really it's scary because you
1: you, you can do everything right, <laughs> but it's never a hundred percent, and that's never fully confident. So right, right. yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> thank you for at least giving us kind of a statement, a little bit of update, you know, because I bet you with it being mainstream media, people are worried. People are wondering probably what everyone's doing. and Very, very much so.
0: And in, in, listen, um, we will always do everything that we can to protect our clients. Um, I believe our security spend is roughly 5000 a month. Mm. Um, that's, a, that's a lot of money for a small business, yeah. uh, seven people. Um, that means I'm spending roughly $1,000 a month per person um, on security yeah. um, just to make sure that we're doing things as well as we can. Is that enough? Probably not. Um, but we do everything that we can to protect our clients. Mm-hmm. And so the biggest discussion that I want to have is you know, um, if I can protect my clients and we, we do everything the way we tell our clients that we're going to do them, um, we, we don't play favorites. Listen, if you're doing what you need to do and I'm doing what I need to do and we're working hard to protect, um, I guess the biggest thing that I want to push is um, let, let's let not delay conversation. I don't want people to think that when we talk cybersecurity, I'm trying to eke
1: you for an extra 100 bucks a month. You're trying to save them money because you're not going to get a ransomware. There of, are. You know, millions.
0: Imagine, yes, we know there's this $70 million bounty. Mm-hmm. But how many millions of dollars are being lost right now? Yeah, because there are companies who cannot use their computers.
1: Well, I mean, what we say like a year ago already, so I got to look up the updated stat. But it was the twelfth largest industry globally it was ransomware. So yeah, probably higher now. Well, they're gonna
0: we'll see, and hopefully they don't pay. Hopefully we can do this without paying. But you know they're gonna get some money from it. Yep. Yep. Hmm. So um, anyway, with that, we've got a lot of resources that we'll be sharing. I have a formal statement that I've, that I've produced that we're going to make sure it gets posted to the blog as well. Um, but at the, at the end of the day, if you, if you have a question about this um, or you've been affected by this in some way, we want to talk to you. Um, we're, we're not here to replace anybody, but um, this is, this is uh, unprecedented um, in our industry. And um, I think it's a time to just leverage each other and create community. Um, but reach out, let us know. Are you afraid of something? Do you think we need to be doing more? Um, And uh, you know, don't hesitate so you can get a hold of us. You can check out lighthouse slash podcast. Of course, you can also go to lighthouse and just click on the resources tab. You'll get our podcast as well as everything else we've been talking about here um, over the past few days. Mm -hmm. Let's just have a conversation. You can also set up some time to talk to talk to me, you know, for sure, if you're if you're worried, I want I want you to know we of course are always going to do what you need to do, but um, listen, we all have an even share in trying to keep out the bad guys. Griff, uh, you've been I know you've been largely quiet, so I apologize. I, I talk over you. It's yet. all this
1: tech jargon, you know.
0: <laughs> it's you know at least you've been able to help me tell a few jokes. Uh, sure. But yeah, you know more than anything, um, you do need to trust your managed service provider mm-hmm. unequivocally. That you can say, look, I know that they are doing what's best for me. Because this is, if something like this happens, you know, if you have that trust, then you know they were trying and something really bad happened. But stuff can, bad stuff can still happen. Oh yeah, I'm not going to sit here and pretend like we're uh, invincible to it. Mm -hmm. Um, My hope is, is that we are doing so many things right that we are isolated. So, all right. Well, that's it for our... special edition podcast um sorry (laughs) for the doom and gloom hopefully everybody blew up some cool stuff um over the weekend uh griff do you have 10 figures
1: yeah but i didn't i didn't do that so kind of wish i did but yeah yeah. i was i was staring at my phone a lot this weekend yeah i wonder why Probably freaking out
0: (laughs) well you spend a lot of it wondering so anyhow Thank you so much, guys. Appreciate you listening. We'll look forward to next Friday when we'll actually have probably a little bit more clarity in what happened with Kaseya. Yeah. Uh, We'll have a little bit more clarity on Print Nightmare and all of the other great marketing news, which will hopefully improve the day uh, far more than the security news has been lately. Uh, Hopefully you have a great week and we will see you next time on the Lighthouse IT Solutions Podcast.